Hey, this is your host, Paul Edsbitter Jr., and I'm here to remind you that if you have access to iTunes, we ask that you rate and review the show. That way, we'll be able to climb the charts and continue to deliver bigger and better guests so that we can continue the educated hustle journey. And now, let's start the show. Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Atwitter Jr., my co-host, Emilio Porter. Emilio, what's going on, man? It's going good, man. It's going good. This is a, this is a familiar uh, territory for us, you know, familiar month, because I, I think we're really close to getting that, that coveted free 65, right? Yeah, man. Um, pretty much in a week from now, it'll be one year Educated Hustle was born. It is, and it's just, you know... We've, we 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 reminisce about it throughout the year, but you know, even still, it coming close to a year, it's it's incredible. I mean, you know, uh, last episode was our fifty, you know, dirty fifty episodes, so half a century mark right there, and now we're already gonna get to that year progression point, which is crazy because I I I just think of all the guests that we've had and the people we've gotten talked to and the experience we've experienced, and it's just been a lot of growth, and I. I, do, I know I don't speak for myself when I say, you know, where we stand now in comparison to where we stand stood last year is just, like, phenomenal. Like, us personally have taken some um, huge steps in our life, and now the podcast itself has taken some huge steps. And it's very easy to uh, not really, you know, appreciate it, but it's definitely, like, wow, as I, as I reflect, like, oh, we a lot has happened and we have grown so much because of this podcast. I feel like time has flown, man. I mean, just 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 a year ago, we was out here just planning for this whole thing, and all of a sudden, it creeped up on us. And I mean, yeah, it, it couldn't have gone any any better, any worse. Uh, I think, you know, seeing the uh, all the guests who come on, and they kind of after the show kind of talk to us about like five to ten minutes, and they're always you know showing love about you know how much they enjoy the interview. You know how much work we put into it, how much prep we put into it. So you know, it always it always pumps us up when we uh, get guests on, and uh, and then they also throw us guests to help us out. So um, there's just been a lot of accolades these last few uh, few months, and I think you know we we couldn't be here without the the people who listen to us. So definitely uh, want to take some shout outs and. Um, in case you're listening to this, hit us up on on the social media. Let us know, you know, what else we could be doing better for the next year. Exactly, exactly, exactly. There's always, always more that can be done. And, you know, we just want to make sure we get that feedback from you guys, the listeners. But, you know, all the much stuff aside, you know, let's get to the real business of why y'all came. Our guest today is a self-made man in the podcast business. He's he's made a, his own notion and ability to, as he as he says, pass his podcast out like a high mixtape in these streets. <laughs> try to <laughs> try to get in the butt up. Today we have Eric on our podcast. Uh, he is phenomenal. I'm kind of like gonna let, give the ball to Paul to explain a little bit more in depth on him. Yeah, Eric Brundage, uh, he's a podcaster and author. Um, his podcast is called The Life and Times of Eric. And dude is just another inspirational figure, man. I mean, if you go check out his podcast, he has a bunch of topics that he lists out. And it can it's really wide-ranging as far as 
life to jobs to business to just kind of anything that he's you know experiencing in his life and he kind of turns it into a motivation uh motivational speaking point to his listeners so you know we're gonna definitely dive into a lot of topics with eric and um it's a very enjoyable interview i would say that uh he really brung in on this one Yes, uh, he's a very humble person, and he, he answered everything with clarity, and, you know, he he was just very thankful to be on the podcast, and, you know, at the end, he kind of breaks it down on what education means to him and how grateful he is that, you know, we reached out to him, and, it, it, I mean, he is one of those guests that really does make me and Paul feel great just to not only have on, but just to talk to, because not only does he deliver a great interview, but afterwards talking to us, like, you could tell that he has genuine interest in not only seeing us succeed, but hoping that our platform gets to a higher level so he in turn can succeed by being on it i mean you know just just one of those rare genuine things to get to have with people where you, you could tell like this is a good guy and he he's really looking to grow and improve and help people you know he's not in it for the money the fame and all that he's in it because hey i want to make my mark and change someone's life yeah and then i thought another cool point during the interview was uh when he kind of talked about how he got started with podcasting and then how he showed his podcast to his brother. And in the beginning, it was super long. Like he said, his first episode was like over an hour. And then his brother was like, had to come in and humble him and like kind of say like, who do you think you are, man? You need to, you need to cut this thing short, bro. And it's cool to see how Eric kind of took that uh, constructive criticism and, you know, adjusted the length of his podcast so that it could, you know, fit the needs of his audience. So Eric's a super good dude. Um, listen, out, listen out for his social media so you can reach out to him. He has a really inspirational Instagram. I mean, every day he's dropping like two or three really powerful gems uh, to get you through your day. So and then, you know, he's going to drop a whole bunch of gems during an interview. So, you know, get excited for it. Yes, please do. But you know what, people? We're not going to even, like, hold you any longer. Let's try to get to Mr. Eric. All right, folks. And today's guest, his name is Eric Brundage. He's a podcaster, author, pretty much a jack-of-all-trades. Uh, his brand is The Life and Times of Eric. Eric, man, what's going on, man? Going well. Going well. How are you guys doing today? Man, we're always good when we get to talk to a new guest. So uh, we just want to get it started with the interview uh, I just kind of want to know, you know, tell us a little bit more about your podcast, The Life of Times of Eric. Well, uh, to give it like a simple, sweet answer, my podcast is simply to give you motivation, inspiration, and along with pretty much uplift you on whatever journey that you're going through to go to entrepreneurship or get your job or just stuff that you're going through in your everyday life. So no matter where you are in your life, there's a podcast for you. Whether it be dealing with your fear, whether it be dealing with coworkers, or whether it be not being successful with a business and taking a loss with that or making the right decision, whatever you may be going through, the podcast is built for you because each week is a different episode that touches on different on a different topic. So because of that, it allows it to be well-rounded for you no matter your age group, whether you're 10 all the way to 55 or whoever it may be. It's, it's pretty much built for everyone not just one singular crowd all right and that's that's definitely great to hear and i think one of the interesting things about that is like you said it's built for all age groups so if you're dropping a episode you know every week and you have so many you know age groups you're trying to address and have them find inspiration 
how can you, oh, sorry, what are your inspirations for the podcast that you kind of use the channel to, so it can get, get to everyone in every, every group? Well, my inspiration for the podcast in general has always been to tell people that whatever you're going through, somebody else is going through. I've been through a lot of things, so I speak on my experience. And I also touch on things that I've seen, experienced, read, and just drop knowledge on you because a lot of times we'll feel like we're out there by ourselves without people helping us. Or we'll feel like I put a business out or I have an idea or I'm at my job and no one really understands me because depending on how your your structure is with your support system, family-wise, friends, some people might blow off how you feel. So it's always good to hear somebody else speak on how it is, kind of give you understanding like hey don't ever feel like if you're in doubt nothing can go wrong or if you're i mean if you're ever in doubt don't ever feel like everything's gonna go wrong things can be positive but it's all about how you think about it how you speak you know the saying goes you know you can't control 90 percent of things happen to you because you can control the 10 percent of how you how you look at it or how you adjust to it or how you deal with it so my podcast just kind of touches on different ways to kind of maintain on how to be positive I'd be motivational to yourself and then how to uplift yourself whenever you're out there by yourself at your workplace or just dealing with people that you deal with on a regular uh, basis. So, and, and question all together, how do I hit everything? God allows me to hit everything because every podcast that I come to, I always say a prayer before I start and I just allow God to just walk me through it on what I'm going to say, what I'm going to speak. And then from there, every podcast has been great. I mean, if, if you get a chance to take a listen, everybody's listening, you'll see how it's formatted. You'll see how it's come about. And I guarantee you, you'll be like, wow, I can't believe like he's hitting on things that I feel and I needed him to touch on. Yeah. And that's, um, that's, that's really dope. And, and one of the reasons, you know, uh, I got connected with you is, you know, you have so many inspirational quotes uh, on your Instagram page. Um, what made you, you know, want to tackle self-empowerment and motivations as the main topics of your show for the simple fact that i i, I feel like you, you know everybody's given a gift from god but a lot of times you don't know what your gift is when you're coming up either through high school college and even when i was in college i always tell my friends whenever something happens i'll be like you know what look on the bright side they were like what i'd be like at least you still have your health and they would laugh but it was being positive like you got a point because you got to look at the positive in everything, regardless if things don't work out for you, because it could be worse, it could be even horrible, but at the end of the day, you're still alive. So every day you have an opportunity to wake up, you have an opportunity for a different, uh, I should say, different journey, different destination, a different way to change your life. So I post a lot of uh, different things on my page for positivity in a sense where I just want everybody to know if you come to my page, I'm, I just want to give you motivation like people have given me motivation. People have inspired me and, you know, just the simple fact of knowing that if you give out good vibes, good vibes come back to you. Um, everybody's been on Instagram or social media, and we don't like going to pages that people always be negative, sobbing, crying, all that. I, I don't really want those type of people around because that type of energy can transfer off on you. But if you come to my page you see positivity all the time, you may have had a bad day at work, boyfriend, girlfriend, family, whatever, and see a quote that says, hey, don't let this be the last day. You can always change your life or you can always change your outcome, whatever it may be. You'll be like, hey, I need to see that because God always gives time into everything. So you stumble on my page, that may have been your time in to see this message to let you know that it's not over and you can't change your outcome in your future. Got to give it to him one time for that one. That was amazing. <laughs> so definitely want to keep it on the podcast tip. So 
Your episodes run typically, you know, 10 to 25 minutes. Could you explain your reason and formatting your show this way? Uh, well, technically the last five or six ran about 20 to 23, 4, 20 to 25 minutes. But the first uh, 1 through 80, because I have, uh, anybody's listening, there's 100 episodes already done. And I call 100 episodes season 1. And the reason I call it season one is because the basis of how I started was I treat I treated I treat my podcast like an episode that you watch on TV, and every week it's a different episode of you don't know what you're gonna get, which who is written by. Of course, all everything written on my podcast has been written by God because God gives it to me to give to you guys. But the first 180 episodes are like 35 to 45 minutes. Some are 50 minutes, but the last 20 or so. I got down to like 20, 25, 30 minutes because I just wanted to keep it short and get right to my point. The first 180 was more in detail with different stuff, and it all depends on the topic because I don't know if everybody knows, but on my podcast, I kind of take the Jay-Z effect. There's not really a lot of things written down in me looking at it. It's just pretty much I write down one or two words, and then from those one or two words, I formulate the whole 35 to 40-minute podcast in my head, and then I just talk from there. So when you listen to episode 45 or episode 50 and it's 45 minutes, that's me talking from the head. Remember everything I said in episode in the beginning of 10 and reminding myself all the way at 30, everything I said. So it's a lot of that goes on into planning the podcast that a lot of people don't understand. So when you see all that going on, nothing's being written. Everything's off the top of my head because a lot of things I read, I research, or I think about a lot because the podcast when I was, because uh, <clears throat> it's on a break right now while I uh, uh, record the other next season, I was re- dropping podcasts Monday and Friday. That's two podcasts a week. And two podcasts a week with a lot of material, 30 minutes, 35 minutes. It's a lot going on. But to, to get to your point why, it's all dealing with the information of what's going on for that week. Some episodes might be 35 minutes, some might be 25, but the majority I try to give you 30 or more, and it's all dealing with the information that I want to put in there that's going to be beneficial for you. It's going to answer your question, and it's going to be like, hey, he, I, I started the podcast not knowing about XYZ, and then I ended up knowing how I can better myself against my fears, better myself against losing, better myself against knowing my self-worth. It always starts off that way. How to improve, what you need to do to improve, how to avoid people so that you can make sure you don't get around that type of environment. And then at the end, what you need to do to improve yourself so that later on when I'm not around, you can always use these methods to better um, power up yourself or to better you know, motivate yourself so later on you won't have to worry about this uh, situation or subject. Okay. And also, you know, you said you, you're already 100 episodes in. Uh, I want to know, you know, what can the listeners look forward to when season two drops? Are you going to make any changes? Uh, Do you plan on, you know, adding a little bit something new to the podcast or is it still going to be kind of what you got from episodes one to a hundred? Season two has been a lot. It's going to be a lot more because it's almost like when people do them YouTube videos, they start off and then like in their closet or not even their closet, but they're in like their, their guest room, and you're like, oh, okay, they have like a little camera, or maybe then all of a sudden they do more episodes. Next thing you know, they got the 4K camera, the mm-hmm. the red beam. So I think for season two, I'm gonna probably have a, maybe see about having a better structure of having to lay out every episode, and then also having their own theme music, and then having a little bit more better 
edited quality because a lot of it now I had to had to get remastered. So this time I really want to have stuff mastered. And then on top of that, I have to realize when I started the first podcast, I told everybody I'm going to drop two podcasts a week. And didn't realize until I got to episode 25 or 30 that that's not really the norm. It's better off to do one episode a week, especially in the podcast world. I've, people have told me, depending on, you know, when it comes to editing, getting stuff together and stuff like that. But I'm a man of my word. And when I told people on episode one that we're going to have two podcasts a week, you can't really back on that. My, I mean, my dad's always told me, we give people your word. Your word is your bond. So you need to stick by it and do it no matter what. So I stayed through it. 80 more episodes, giving two podcasts a week. So I think I'm going to trim it down to one. That way it can be better um, arranged, edited and mixed right, and just better. And then on top of that, I, I'm going to have a new segment coming in from different people. So it's just a lot of stuff going on. And I feel like for two, it's almost like being a TV show. If you watch, I don't know, Luke Cage or insecure or, you know game of thrones or not even really game of thrones let's not use that one let me say insecure or you watch i don't know any other mother shows you just pretty much have a lot of writing things going on but since it's just me by myself like i don't have a great tandem like you two you two have like a, a great tandem together i heard you guys podcast you guys work well together since it's just me by myself it's always a lot of should this work should that not work should this work should not work so it's just running through all different ideas and I think definitely like the just the, that answer alone shows you put a lot of dot into it, and you definitely you could tell like the podcast is your baby, and I I commend you because I know it takes a it takes a strong person to say hey man I I committed to two I, I'm gonna give them two so I I commend you on that, but I kind of want to ask I mean you, you already are a hundred episodes in season one done what has been the feedback that you've been getting so far? Uh, well, four the episodes <clears throat> like I said in my podcast. I try not to worry about numbers of how many people listen because at the end of the day, it's all about the effect. And the crazy part is, you would, I would think, like, and I'm just saying this then because I want to, before I go into the answer, I would think that people would tell me, like, oh man, your podcast sucks. Or, or I say to people all the time, like, hey, if, it's, if you got criticism, let me know good, bad, or whatever so I can always do better. And I was expecting people to be like, oh, you know, this and that. But surprisingly, people have actually been like, hey, I, I, I rock with it. Like, at first, I didn't really know what to expect from you. But I rock with it. Like, I, I can't believe it. Like, I didn't know you were real in-depth with a lot of things or you were real, like, real positive. I always knew you had a good spirit about yourself. But when I hear you speak, I've had people who've been friends with me for years and be like, man, I feel like I know you more from hearing your podcast than from just being speaking to you for the simple fact that you kind of speak here and there, but you don't just blatantly just throw your opinions on me. You know, because I think we all have friends that throw their opinions on you and you'd be like, I didn't even ask you for that. But... So a lot of my friends are like, or people, are, my friends have told other people, they'd be like, hey, I didn't even know he he was that in-depth, or when I heard it, I got better insight of how he thinks, or, you know, it made more sense. I kind of, I respect him more in the sense where I see that he, he's been through things, and that he's, his life is not perfect, so he's telling me that even though my life is not perfect, it's okay to bounce back and just make sure that every day I just try to be the best person I could be. So it's been great. Um, of course, you know, my brother's been my real big critic. Uh, he's the reason. My, I don't know if you guys ever know, but my first two episodes were an hour. And then my brother called me up out of nowhere because he's in Germany. And he was like, hey, man, what you doing with an hour episode? The Breakfast Club isn't even an hour. Who do you think you're supposed to be? <laughs> so, yeah, that was a real, like, you know, culture shock. So <laughs> he was like, man, you better cut them episodes down, man. You you don't have that much clout like that. And I was like, okay. So that's when I started cutting them to, like, being on a time basis of 20 to 30 minutes or 30 to 40 45 tops to try to lease, but 
it's because of him. If not, I would have kept on going thinking it had to be an hour. But, you know, he made a valid point. Can't have two episodes a week being an hour. If I have one, maybe an hour. But I appreciate him telling me that because you need people who, who love you to tell you what it is. Like, hey, who do you think you're supposed to be? I was like, ooh, dang, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's good that uh, he's kind of in the background keeping it real with you. Yeah, 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 definitely in the background. He definitely keeps it real with me a lot on a lot of things. Like, if I can expect anybody, he'll be the positive and the the devil's advocate in a lot of things because uh, there's a lot of episodes. There's a lot. The crazy part is people see a hundred, but people don't know there's a hundred and twenty-five episodes. There's twenty-five episodes that got recorded that never came out because I would ask him about it. He'd be like, "I don't understand that. What does what that sense?" I was like, it, it makes sense. He's like, you need to stick to the format that you have now. So I'm trying to go all over the place, and he'll shoot stuff down, and I have to reevaluate it, or I have to, you know, listen to it and then kind of scrap it or stuff like that. So yeah, I, I value his opinion. You know, you got to value opinion of someone that was, you know, that you grew up with that that loves you unconditionally. So most definitely, and uh, that's good that you have someone in your corner you can kind of go to for for some advice. And um, I also wanted to know, you know, based on, you know, what you have out right now, if you could pick maybe one one episode that you would highlight for our listeners to go check out so that they can kind of experience the life and times of Eric, what would you recommend and why? I would have to pick episode five. And episode five would be let your faith be bigger than your fears. And I picked this one because... This one is, everybody has, everybody, everyone has fears no matter what you're doing. I mean, it's not even really you. And like I said, my podcast is more like the devil just creeping into your head and you have to rebuke those thoughts. Or it can be people around you telling you that you couldn't do it because either, you know, you came from a generation of people who didn't do something. So now they feel like you can't do it because you want to better yourself. So I always speak on faith, hope, and grace. So episode five is a great one. Let your faith be bigger than your fears. And then from there, if you want to check out another one, I got one that's called, I need you to have a QB memory when it comes to losses, success, and anything else. Because when you have a QB memory, you understand you could throw three four, you could throw three or four interceptions. But if you wipe those memories off, wipe that three or four off your mind, you can still come down to the end of the game and throw the biggest touchdown to win the game. And that's how you got to treat life. You could have five losses at businesses. But that sixth one could be the one that could be the billion-dollar one. But you got to have the QB memory and erase all those losses before and know that, hey, I'm going all in, and this is the winner. Even if the other five were winners and you thought they were winners, it don't matter. So those two episodes, you get a chance, definitely check them out again until you love them. Message right there. I hope I hope you guys took notes on that one because uh, Eric was definitely giving you some insight. So I think – the cool thing about you is you like to have fun, you know, you, you do keep it a little bit lighthearted in the podcast when you can, and one of the monikers you kind of made up from yourself was Mr. Pass My Podcast Out, like a mixtape in these streets, and I mean, I, I, I gotta ask, like, how does one go about doing that? <laughs> well, yeah, every episode I always say, like, at the beginning of every episode, I usually sing, like, this is the life and times of Eric. It's not like no new edition, no sunny days. It'd be, it'd be offbeat a little bit, but you get the point. And then I go around, like, hey, hey, it's me, your boy, Mr. Japote, Mr. AKA EB, Mr. AKA Pass My Podcast Around Like a Hot Mixtape in the Streets. And the reason I say AKA Mr. Pass My Podcast Around Like a Hot Mixtape in the Streets is because <laughs> that. A lot of listeners may be like, what do you mean? But back when I was growing up, if you wanted a hot mixtape or you wanted some hot music, you go down to the swap meet 
you go down to the bodega, you go down to the gas station, and a lot of rappers used to pass their mixtapes around. And, and if you didn't know who it was, you would get their mixtape. Or if your friend had a mixtape and it was good, they would give it to you and they would pass it to you. So I tell everybody, hey, pass my podcast around like a hot mixtape in the streets. So if it's hot to you, tell a friend to tell a friend. Pass it around to everybody. Share a link to share a link. So it's that whole mixtape effort. Like, hey, pass it around, man, like a hot mixtape in the streets, man. Man, we definitely uh, understand the 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 need to to pass your mixtape around because or pass your podcast around like a mixtape, uh, because it's a struggle kind of getting off your off the ground. You're you're new on the block. Everybody got a podcast nowadays. So what's gonna separate you know yourself from the rest of the group is you know how many people can recommend or um, review your podcast or you know how many people can retweet you know your links and stuff. So uh, I definitely understand that mentality. Yes, definitely, because it seems like nowadays <clears throat> you could be out there doing everything you can, but all it takes is for God to have one person retweet your podcast, and now the next thing you know, you're on the Ellen or somewhere else doing all kind of stuff. You'd be like, what the freak? I've been out here doing everything, but it was Ellen, security, bodyguard, baby, mama, brother, sister, friend who retweeted you, and now all of a sudden you're on Ellen or any other show. Because we've all seen stories and stuff like that happen. And people are like, oh, that doesn't happen. But, man, God works in so mysterious ways that it doesn't matter what you could do. If, if it's over for you, God can change a no to a yes and make things happen out of nowhere. That's why I always tell people, you got to get out there and hustle. Faith without works is dead. So you got to have faith to make it happen. That's incredible. I mean, yeah, it's it's like I think that's what everyone looks for. They want that one retweet that can change their whole life. So it's glad to know that, you know, you share that mentality and you realize, hey, it, it really just takes one. So I want to get back to something you mentioned to us earlier um, off the air. But you are also an author. You have a book out. The book is called 10 Tips for Hotel Safety and Travel. Can you tell us what inspired you to write it? And then I know you also mentioned you kind of want to work on a second book. So maybe if you could, like, after that, share some details on what's the next book you're trying to really put out there. Well, I wrote the first book because um, when, I, when, I, when I speak to everybody about the entrepreneurship grind, I'm going through the grind with them. So it's like you're getting firsthand in the life and times of Eric. And I speak to you about, you know, a developer quitting on me and people doing this and people doing that. And I speak about jobs and how jobs are acting. I kind of make sure I censor it, but not saying the whole job's name because I, you know, I don't want to be, you know, I guess disrespectful to anybody. Like, <laughs> a lot of you listen to my podcast, there's not going to really be any cussing because I try to keep from all that in the sense where I just try to make sure I, I just, because you never know who could be listening. And on top of that, I try to work on my walk with God every day and be better every day. So I try to stay away from doing that. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm perfect and it don't happen off the air or whatever. But while I'm recording from 30, 40 minutes, I, I just like to get in the zone and give you a full message where you can listen to it while you're doing your hair and your kids are around or whatever it may be. But the first book, 10 Tips Hotel Safety Travel, the reason I wrote it, I was a project manager and I traveled for three years, or really two and a half years, all over the place by myself. So I saw a lot of things. I saw like people losing their wallet, people getting robbed. People overbooked for flights, people getting treated wrong at hotels, people doing things at hotels, people just not really taking care of themselves and being safe. So I wrote the book. And the book is great for people if you travel alone. It gives you all the things you need to have if you're going to a hotel and you're alone or if you're going with a family. But majority, if you're alone, it's great tips. Like I said, it's 10 tips. It's on, it's on Amazon iTunes, I mean iBooks, the Smashwords, it's only 99 cents, so if you get a chance, pick it up, but it's great 10 tips if you travel alone, 
and I guarantee everybody loves it. So that's my backdrop of just traveling along for two and a half years and seeing everything and being like, dang, I, I was taking tips over like, hey, this would be great tips for people to be aware of so they could be safe when they're at the hotel so nothing could happen to them because I just saw so much stuff happen to people and I was like, wow, I don't want that to happen to anybody else. So the second book is, a, is actually going to format into a sense of uh, startup life because I've worked at three different startups and each one has been a journey. That's either pretty much either going to be the second book or I'm going to go into my Charm and Charisma stage books. I wrote a book called Charm and Charisma One-on-One, and it's like four books that were written, and I'm just laying down the formation. Each book is about maybe 50 pages or so or more, and it just kind of gives you the different stages of how, if you don't have Charm and Charisma, how you can develop it, how it's in everybody, and how you can bring it to the forefront so that you can use your Charm and Charisma, your Charismatic and your Charm, to impress others, win friends, and also use it to be a better person in life. Because I had to realize while working at my startup job, project management job, and other jobs, a lot of people don't have the ability to be charismatic or to have charm and not even try to win anything or, or want anything, but just a simple fact just to be pleasant to other people. A lot of people have a bad attitude and don't know why they have it because they either might be shy, nervous, or they just feel like someone's been telling them all their life that they don't have something, so it's in their mind. Uh, I'm going to drop a little jewel on y'all. MIT did a study that if 16 people tell you something about yourself, it takes 17 people for them. It takes 17 people to tell you the same thing to overwrite what they said. So if 16 people told you, no, you couldn't do something. It's going to take 17 people to overwrite those 16 people. So just imagine that all your life, if someone told you that you've been shy all your life, It's going to take 17 people to tell you that you're not shy. So that's why a lot of times we always in the mindset of thinking that we can't do something because so many people have been telling us something that it takes so many other people to tell us that we can do something. So those are going to, I'm going to pick each, either one was going to be the second book, but like I said, I'll figure that out after I figure out the podcast stuff. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and I want I wanted to say for your first book, you should have handed that guide out to them United people out there, man. Would have been good PR for you. Right, right, like dragging people out, plans and like, oh, oh, like, oh, I, I just felt like, oh no, baby, what is you doing? Like, <laughs> oh no, oh man, that that's incredible. Yeah, so it's it's funny, but yeah, I, I honestly believe. After writing the first book, being the author for the first book, and then I started writing the other books, I was like, this is great. But then, like you guys said before, when we talked off air about, you know, making making sure you stay in tune, what you want to do, and if you wander off, we'll bring you back. I wrote the books, and I was like, I don't need to be wandering off into too much books if I need to do the podcast first and get the podcast solidified before I start putting out books and people being like, where are you going? What you doing? Even though I'm called the life of times of Eric and everything's my life, I would want the podcast to solidify and more people know and then go into the books because everything I've written has all been about self-help and helping people. Everything's always been about self-motivating and inspiring you. Like even with the charm of charisma, it's going to help you. Even with the startup life, it's going to help you because, you know, being African-American and working in startups, most of the startups I worked at, I was only the black, only African-American there. So this is all just great information to you on how, you can work somewhere, but at the same time, also be knowing that you can do your own thing and it's possible. And just like with the first book, 10 Tips 
for traveling, you know, if you're by yourself, you're alone. It's also a self-help in the sense where I'm giving you tips to help yourself be safe and everything. So that's why everything kind of branches from the podcast. And like I said before, knowing what your gift was. And I believe my gift is what God has given me to help others. Because I feel like so many people have helped me that I just want to do my part while I'm here on this earth to help other people. And boom, right there. That's 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 money right there. And Eric, man, I mean, you, you've been a revolution. I definitely think you've come on and you've not only like showing us how you do things, but you kind of gave us a insight into the mind and, and how it works and how you've gotten to where you've gotten so far with all your success. But sadly, we're here at the final two questions, the two piece of Educate Hustle, the famous two piece. Real easy. Just the last two questions. No okay. pressure. First one, it's always easy. How can the people connect with you? Well, the people can connect with me on social media, of course, on Instagram. It's T H E L I F E X. And I put an X and not an A N D because I just wanted to be cool. So it's an X. And then T I M E S O F E R I C. Um, that's my Instagram. On Twitter, it's life. It's, Twitter is L I F E X, life and time, Eric. They don't let you have that many characters, so that sucks. Um, on Facebook, it's the life and times of Eric. And like I tell everybody, uh, if you have anything going on, tag me in it so I can repost it to people. And then that way I can share it to people I know. And then you can share it to other people you know. And then we can just continue to keep supporting each other. Because I feel like if you tag me in something, I can repost it to people I know. And I'm supporting you. And then you're also supporting me by tagging me in it, by showing me love and letting me know about it. So we can just go from there and just keep showing support for each other because that's the only way we're going to be able to get bigger in life. If we give to others and then and in return, it'll always come back to us. So, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And now... Oh, oh I forgot. I got a web. Go to the website, www.thelifeandtimesofair.com, the website. I'm going to be adding some videos and some other stuff. I didn't realize when you have your own website, it's all about you. You don't want to just put up dumb content that people be like, what the? So all the content pieces, content has always been like stuff I think about because um, this is just me being me and it's just random right now. But I always realize whenever I go to my website, I always think if I didn't know me, what would I want to see? And just seeing certain stuff is not going to be appealing. So I always want to make sure the stuff I'm creating now is appealing. People be like, Ah, I appreciate coming here and spending my 20 minutes looking at this video or this blog post or whatever. So work with me. I'm doing all this on my own. I don't have a team of 40. It's just me. And I'm just, you know, going at going at the pace of trying to do as much content as I can for everybody. So, yeah. All right. Well, you know, uh, definitely. Sorry, go ahead. I'm about to say, I'm on Periscope, The Life and Times of Eric. I got to record more. but And then also I'm on Snapchat. I'm on Snapchat if you want to add me on the snapper, as I call it, the snapper or whatever. Uh, my brother also put me on that as well. He's like, you definitely got to get on. On Snapchat, it's life in times of E or, you know, it's life, L-I-F-E-X-T-I-M-E-S and then O-F and then just plain E. Once again, I couldn't fit all the letters. So, but yeah, so. All right. Well, basically, you got options, people. So please be sure to go out and try and connect with him as many social media platforms as you can, because if anything, this interview has showed us like he's definitely worth to follow. So, of course, the last question, no pressure, just the last question. What are some parting words you can leave with our listeners today? Wow. I know. That's a good one to say. That's a good one. Um... 
Well, well, I'm a, I, I know I'm going to leave you to listen with. Um, I'm going to tell you like I tell people at the, end of, at the end of every one of my shows. Keep living your life because if you don't, your life is not going to live you. And people have called me. People have texted me. People have seen me in the street at the movie theaters. People have seen me everywhere and about and said, hey, what does that mean? When I say keep living your life, because if you don't, your life is not going to live you. What I mean is if you do not take control of your life, if you do not do what you want to do in your life, not do what your mom wants you to do, not do what your dad wants you to do, not do what your brother wants you to do, then at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to live your life fully to the to the utmost experience it could be because you were too busy worried about living your life like other people. So that's what it means when I say keep living your life because you only have one life because if you don't, your life is not going to live you. People, you got to recognize that no one's going to come out there and say to you, hey, I know you always wanted to be an artist, but here's art school and I want to accept you in the program. No, it's not going to happen. If you want to be an artist and you've been trying to be an engineering major like your mom wants you to be, the art school's not calling for you. So you got to live your life and go apply to art school so that the art people will know you out there and accept you in your program. That's why I always tell people at the end of all my episodes, besides the usual peace out, I always tell them, keep living your life because if you don't, your life is not going to live you. Wake up! Wake up, people. That was that was money right there. Give them the cash, read us the signs and break it. Eric came out here and dropped a bomb on us, and I don't even know if we even recovered yet. I mean, Eric, you've been great. We just, we've enjoyed having you on. You've really come out here and a lot of people, and please, please, please check out his podcast. I mean, you, you already gave you all the, all the links you need, man. Go get the, Hit the follow button, smash it, do what you got to do. Definitely. I definitely do. I want to say before I go, I want to say, I want to thank God, thank Jesus Christ. I want to thank God for allowing me to hook up with you guys because you guys didn't have to easily hit me up, but you did. So I definitely appreciate that. So if anybody's listening, check out these guys' podcast. They know what they're doing. They've been grinding it out. The Hustle Podcast. These dudes is great. I appreciate you guys contacting me. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show because, like I told you before, when we're emailing, it means more to me than you guys could ever know because at this point, Anytime someone wants to interview you, you know, you always just want other people to know about what you're doing and about how you just want to spread your message. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for my heart for having me on your show because you didn't have to select me. I've seen some of the people you have. Some of the people been on TED Talks. Some of these people sold books, millions of books, but you chose me. So it means more than anything. And words can't can't describe how much I, I appreciate being on you guys' show. Man, we appreciate that testimonial, man. It almost made me cry a little bit. <laughs> it's the truth, man. You know, I, re- I respect the hustle, man. You know, I, I, like I said, I checked that you guys' post, uh, podcast, The Educated Hustle. If anybody's listening to me right now, Educated Hustle, subscribe. Go on iTunes. Leave them great reviews. I know I will. They've been doing it. They put out episodes. You see some of the people they had before. They had a guy that was on TED Talks. And we all know you just don't walk up and get on TED Talks. They had people who created millennial books, selling things. I'm telling you guys, if you want to know about the grind, on how people are going through, what they're going through, how they started, and how they got to where they got to, listen to that podcast, The Educated Hustle. These guys know what they're doing. And I'm just, I just, I'm just blessed to have been selected along with everybody else because when they blow up and you acting like you don't know them, they're going to act like they don't know you and you're going to be talking to an assistant and I'm going to be <laughs> good knowing I can just email them and be like, hey, Paul, man, hey, Miller, can you hit me up on the show? They're going to be like, Eric, I got you, bro. I got you. So definitely 
If you could do anything for me, people who are listening, definitely go to iTunes, review them, leave them great remarks, subscribe to the podcast. And like I always say, man, pass their podcast around like a hot mixtape in the street. And there you have it, folks. That was Eric giving us his life and times and experiences. Emilio, what you think, man? I mean, you, you can't ask for anything better than that when it comes to a guest. Like, the passion, the energy, just everything. I I know coming in, I really didn't know what to expect. Though I heard a few episodes, but I was like, okay, well, I don't know. What level are we going to get right now? But I think he, he did a, a triumphant job. I mean, he really came out here and he put his brand on his back and was like, I'm going to let you guys know about me and what I do and how I bring it to the people and how I'm bringing good to the community. So, I think... I mean, honestly, you really can't ask for a better guess than that. Like, he he hit up, he hit all the cylinders, he checked all the boxes. Like he 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 did the damn thing, basically. <laughs> yeah, man. And the the biggest thing that I picked up from from Eric is he's real genuine with it, man. Like I didn't think at any time, like we didn't ask him to shout us out. You know, we didn't really ask for for too much, but he came on the show and and um really kind of was humbled to to be interviewed by us and. You know, that kind of makes me feel good that he, you know, loves our podcast because he told us a little bit that he listens to it uh, every now and then. And he loves the work that we do as well. So, well, we got to respect people like that who are willing to kind of ride or die for your brand. And then um, that's why we kind of get those kind of people on the show because we want to reciprocate that feeling towards other people as well. Exactly. And uh, he, he makes it easy when you come on here and you're just being thankful. And I mean, it just, it's it's kind of crazy because like while he was telling us like, you know, the, the past guests that we had and, you know, the, the recognition that uh, they, they, um, they've strived to, it makes you think like, oh, wow, we've had these people on here. And then, you know, we, we think nothing of it. You know, a guest is a guest. We always treat each episode like it's, you know, its own individual episode with the person. And to hear him how he's, he's you know, just honored to be in the, in the presence. And to us, it's just like, oh, just another day at the office. You know, we're just glad to have someone that we can, you know, learn more about. But it's just a cool, it's a cool segue of just, you know, as host of this show and then him as a guest and then seeing him as a guest and us is just listening to him. It's a whole different experience that I'm glad I got to experience. Um, but anyways... Enough of the word rambling. <laughs> Let's get into <laughs> the most important thing, the most important, I should say, experience of this Educate Hustle podcast. How you, yes, you, can reach us. Educate Hustle can reach you a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's all one word, Educate Hustle. There you post snaps, little behind the scenes videos to get you hyped and pumped up and inspired throughout the week. We are also on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. You will see us do promos for the newest episode, and then Paul will drop some inspirational quotes to get you throughout the week and get you really going. You can also like our page on Facebook. All you have to do is type in Educated Hustle. That's two words, Educated Hustle. You know you've reached the right page because you'll see the logo that you guys all know and love. And now I got to take a little break from that plugging to get into some more plugging. If you have not already, people, please do like what Eric said and go and rate and review us on iTunes. It's really easy. If you're on your phone, there's 
there's a purple thing on the iPhone called iTunes Podcast. You click that button, you type in Educate a Hustle, and then you click on the little button with our logo on. It should say Review in the middle. You hit that button, and you write a review and leave some stars. Now, we can't tell you what stars to give, but I really do feel like we deserve that five. Then you write some you know, review text. It could be something short and simple as it's lit to something long, complex, and fake deep as what's not understood is understood. See, that was so fake deep, and I don't know what it means. But nonetheless... <laughs> That's what you can do to let the people know how great this show is because if we get more reviews, it gives us better awareness, which gives us better ratings, which gives us better guests, and in turn gives you a better show experience. And now to get back into my originally scheduled programming, you can also follow us on Twitter at educated underscore hustle. Once again, that is educated underscore hustle. We do tweets, daily interactions, and of course, throwbacks to old episodes to kind of keep you in the loop if you missed it or if you haven't, you know, want to listen to it again. That's why we do it. But that's probably one of the best ways to reach us because it goes right to our phone and we're able to do daily interactions that way. And of course, last but not least, you can email us if you feel like you had a revolution, we made you think about something, or you just want to collaborate being the show, email us at educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, educatehustlepodcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And as always, bro, you got to lead us out. Lead us out. People, people, just enjoy the opportunities that you are given in life because you you really never know. And I, I you know, I, on the last episode, I talked about dabbing the voice voice acting uh, experience and you know I received news that I had a great audition from the person who is in charge of the whole thing and it, it makes you feel it makes you feel really good because you know when I sent that my my audition and I felt like oh I don't know this is good I don't feel like I did a lot of uh I did a lot of um feeling or emotion into it but it turns out that you know they were in love with it and it kind of harkens to what Eric said in the episode where you could have 16 people tell you something negative and then you have 17 tell you that you're opposite of that negative and you'll feel better, you know. I I had the person I was auditioning with tell me it was great, but I was like, I don't know. I don't know how I feel. And then the director guy comes on and says, oh, he did great. And I feel like, oh, yeah, I did that. I mean, come on. What, what else can you expect? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> either way, just go out there and take chances, take risks. Even if you feel like you're not, you're not up there yet or you don't think that you're at that certain level, still go out and try because you never know. And then you have people who are there for you along the way that are willing to help you out and make sure you get on to that level so all i ask is please people go out there take that risk try something new and go and experience life because like eric said if you don't live life life won't live you and as always you got to stay educated and keep hustling